everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of the Foo for Thought podcast. Uh, my name is Sean and I am your host and I am here with Devon. Hi. And I am here with Cyrus. Yes, Queen. <laughs> Basically, uh, this podcast covers the Kung Fu cinema genre and each each episode we discuss a specific film. Um, this episode we are discussing the classic Nay, the masterpiece um, Van Damme film, Kickboxer. Um, it was made in 1989, and I got a few little facts about it. Uh, it was made on a $2.7 million budget, which is nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. And it made $50 million worldwide. Wow. Um, only $15 million in the US, so it made most of it. Um, I imagine in uh, Brussels. Brussels only. <laughs> it made all the money in Brussels. Um, yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, I usually go to you first, Evan, but I'm going to go to you first, Cyrus. <laughs> How did you feel about the film in general? Was it good? Did you hate it? I was not prepared for this. Um, oh, it's just an opinion. <laughs> no, you know whether it's good or I'm not. I'm not prepared to give you my opinion. Uh, uh, I think I need like a rating system. I would give this movie... How many stars out of five? Oh, you can't give it four stars, can you? <clears throat> it was good. I liked the whole thing. It all, everything made sense. The limited fighting was dope. John Clive Van Damme was ripped. Uh, I like this movie. Okay. Quite, quite, quite a lot. Okay. Devin, what did you think about it? I don't know your opinion. Uh, we watched it together, but I did not gauge your reaction. How did you feel about it? I enjoyed it. This was my second Van Damme film. First one being Universal Soldier. Different tone. But, uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was ridiculously cheesy. Uh, like, absurdly cheesy. But very enjoyable. Uh, we, should, it, we should definitely make this clear. Kickboxer is a good film. It's a good film. Like, I'm glad you both like it because I personally found it to be a good film. It's solid, but cheesy. I think we'll address the cheese in a minute because, of course, it's cheesy. Yeah. It was made in 1989. It was made almost 30 years ago. Yeah, so of course it's going to be cheesy. But as a, as a concise like film, from start to finish, it's pretty consistent. Like, consistently good, I would say. The acting isn't terrible. His bro. Uh, his bro. Yeah, Eric. Damn. Eric, yeah. Is he a real kickboxer? He better be. I don't believe so. I don't. I, I should have done some research, actually. I don't think he is. Yeah. No. I don't think he's a kickboxer or an I, actor. <laughs> actor. He's, funny enough, he's actually the world champion in having a mullet. Because that is a sweet mullet. From the get go, that was the first thing I noticed. The first note I wrote down was Eric Sloan's sweet mullet. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's curly and it's it's juicy. It's, it's doing a lot. It's, it's dripping. It's doing it's a dripping. lot. Um, well, let me. I'm going to jump into the first thing. And the first thing is the it's the single most burning question I've ever had about okay. a film. Okay. And that is. Why is this film not called Muay Thai? Why is it called Kickboxer? It's not about kickboxing at all. Wait, is... is Okay. Okay, so this is my question then. Muay Thai is a form of martial art. <laughs> Correct. Yes. What's kickboxing then? Well, kickboxing is a form of martial art. Okay. But that's not what... 
Okay, but Muay Thai isn't a form of kickboxing. It is. <laughs> In a okay. way, but they're two very distinct styles. Like, American kickboxing is not the same as Muay Thai. Muay okay. Thai is more elbows and knees. Yes, which I learned. Art of yeah, which I... <laughs> limbs or whatever it's called. Oh, I, it's like yeah. feet, knees, elbows, and hands. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Whereas American, it's what all, just literal kicks. Kicks and punches. Kicks, kicks and punches. punches. But okay. at the beginning of the film, Eric... Right. That's the brother, right? Yes. Eric is a kickboxer yes. because he's in the national kickboxing championship or world kickboxing championship, whatever yeah. it is. And he's fighting and he's using kickboxing. That's fine. But then it gets a bit weird because Van Damme mentions that as a young age, he learned karate. <laughs> and then he goes on to learn Muay Thai. There is a lot of style mix-up going on here. Okay. Like, uh-huh. not... It's, it's, it's all over the place stylistically. Martial arts stylistically, hmm. but I mean, there's nothing essentially wrong with that, I guess, because back then, I suppose films were focused on styles that much. But there's no way the film should be called Kickboxer. That's all I'm saying. It should be called Karate Muay Thai Guy. <laughs> that's that's gonna sell. It's, it's pretty, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um. So let's just jump into the film. Uh, start talking about kind of the points that we have. Um. I. I mean. I don't want to be mean. I, I did like the film. I think it's great. Um, I think dramatically it's it's pretty great. I'll come to the action later, but we've got to dive into some of the more sillier parts. Um, <laughs> now, one of the questions I have is, and I don't know, I don't know if he was being silly or not, but Eric Sloan wins his fight, right? And he's like, "Look at me, I'm the champion." Someone comes over to him and is like, you may be the champion, but you wouldn't be the champion in Thailand. And Eric Sloan then goes, well, book me a flight to Taiwan. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember that. Yeah. That's what he, he says said in the that. film. He says, book me a flight to Taiwan. And I don't know whether he's being funny or whether he's dumb as shit. Those are two different places. <laughs> Very different places. And then, yeah, Van Damme's like, no, Thailand. Um, no, he says something about, like, Bangkok. or. or oh, he says, yeah, yeah, Bangkok. Yeah. Okay. Um, which they then fly to, and the first five minutes is a musical montage yeah. of a gay couple in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yep. On yeah. that romantic, like, boat ride. And At he's... some point, he puts his arm around his brother, and it looks like, <laughs> and I don't know any other way to say this, it looks like the gayest thing I've ever seen. I took that note down as well. Not the gay stuff. Right. But... I mean, it... It just it just looks like a happy couple can I, on vacation. Can I say one thing? One thing that bothered me tremendously during that little bit, they're driving along on this in this boat in the canal or whatever the hell they were riding this boat on, mm-hmm. and you know there were all the the citizens there, you I'm know, living yeah, yeah, living their lives and doing their thing. Uh, and there's no sneezing on this. Boat. <laughs> Sorry, how dare you sneeze? <laughs> I tried to control it. We'll have to edit that out. I tried to control it. I'll actually have to do some editing. (laughs) (laughs) But what disturbed me the most was there was this one point where there were these little kids, little boys, jumping into the water, and they were naked. You saw their penises, and I was not okay with that. Really? These Yes. These little boys, like young boys, like couldn't have been more than 10, full frontal of them jumping into the water. Did not care for it. I can one-up you. Do you know what's more disturbing they pass two bars. Oh, yeah, that whole one prostitute them, alley. Them, baby. <laughs> one of them is called yeah. Pussy Alive. Yep, oh, I wrote down two ones And the other well. one's called yeah. Jugs Bar. There was Jugs Bar. <laughs> Behind that, there was a sign that said Thigh Bar. Oh, really? Yes. 
Well, if you jugs, know, pussy, thigh. I think I wrote mine down wrong. I said hugs bar. That's a different. It's, that's a different <laughs> bar. That's a nicer bar. I wrote down pussy alive and hugs bar. I One mean, of those. If you've got a choice out of jugs bar and thighs bar, I'm probably going to go to jugs bar. To be honest, you Although, start at thighs bar, and, and then, then you, you end up you, in pussy alive. <laughs> pussy alive doesn't even make sense. I don't know. Um, but that sounds like an exclamation of something like, oh shit, pussy alive. <laughs> oh my, pussy alive. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that gets the film off to a start. Which is, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, Can I on. also bring up something? As they, were, as they were taking their tour, did you, Cyrus, did you, because I pointed this out when we were watching it, did you hear the music? Did you listen to the lyrics? No. When they were not. closing out that part and arriving to their hotel, I swear to God, there was a line in that, in that song that said, uh, cruising down the streets of Siam so that you know that you're in Asia. Yes. The song points it out. The song is narrating. Well, can we <laughs> narrating just... along with the oh, movie. Oh, that kind of rings Cruising down the streets of Siam. the whole soundtrack? Oh. It's probably the I was going to bring that I was going to bring that up at towards the end. Oh. It's like a whole other character. It's But every song relates to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's the perfectly film. narrating his yes. journey. There's one song called Roll with the Punches. Oh, I wrote down a Roll with the Punches. I wrote down a couple different <laughs> lyrics from each of the songs and yeah, they oh, were 100%. Yeah, there them? was like, yeah, Damn. there was Never Surrender, Mighty Warrior, Standing Tall, Never Give Up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah baby. The, the, uh, it was 100% narrating his... And it was all like it, 80s power ballads. Uh-huh. Or not even ballads. Just, just power, power rock Yeah, tunes. power rock. Yeah, yeah they were Classic rock. this voice! Like yeah. something from South Park. Yeah. Um, so they get to Thailand. Um, and I have an issue. So Eric Sloan. Yeah. Actually, even before the fight, his brother's getting prepared. And he's saying, go and find the ice. And he heads off to find the ice. Yeah. And then he stumbles across Tong Po. Tong Po is kicking the shit out of a wall. Mm-hmm. That's property damage. <laughs> He's going to lose some of his winning money from that. <laughs> He's just kicking the shit and all this plaster is falling down. Mm. But he does look pretty tough. That's pretty cool. He's a big dude. Yeah. My he first dude. My first thought when I saw him was he looks like a Mortal Kombat bad guy. He looks like a Mortal Kombat character. I am going to mention Mortal Kombat myself later. Okay. Certainly. I'll mention it now. Okay. The arena they're in at the end? Oh, yeah. I think that's a Mortal Kombat arena. <laughs> I think someone jumps out and says, Fatality. I saw Shang Tsung in the background. There are lit torches. Yep. There is shit going down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's... My first thought 100% was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, when you first see Tong Po, mm-hmm. he's, I mean, he looks hard a as formidable, nails. formidable, yeah. A formidable character. But he is the ugliest man on the planet, right? <laughs> Here's... A... So they obviously use like some sort of like makeup or prosthetic-y things to make his face look like that, right? They make his face look damaged yeah, in some way. Right? Yeah, oh definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. I think he's also got a bald cap on mm-hmm. because at some point you can see the ridge of his bald cap and it makes I him look sure super freaky. I wasn't sure if that freaky. was supposed to be like Even injuries that. to his face yeah, or not. Die. Also, I his freaking ponytail is four feet long, so yeah. that's a bold move. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, the actor that plays... Uh, Tongpo is called Michael. It's either Kisi or Kwisi. It's Q I S S I. He's also from Brussels, and he's also like a martial artist. And um, he's in. Hold on, I think I wrote it down here. He's been in four films with Van Damme. Of course, he's in Bloodsport as a supporting role. Ah, he's in Cyborg, and then if in case no one knew, uh, Van Damme's in Breaking, the breakdancing film. 
And apparently Tom Poe's in it as well. So Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yep. JCVD is in a breakdancing film? Yeah. It, remember Breaking? You know the film Breaking? No. You know the one that, that, with the sequels, Electric Boogaloo? No. Nope. Anyway, Breakdancing is a classic... Oh, sorry, Breaking is a classic breakdancing film. It's actually quite good. Um, it's not. It's fucking awful. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but in one part... Uh, Van Damme's in the background in a lycra onesie and he's just vigorously clapping as breakdancing goes on. Uh, That's my. all he does in the film. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a glorified cameo. It's not a glorified cameo, it's a shit cameo. Um, and that was his first film, I think. Mm. And then he was So that was just a precursor to the moves that he displayed in this film. Exactly, which we're going to get to, of course. Um, oh, but Tong Po yeah. is apparently in Breaking as well. I wouldn't know where, because I don't know what he looks like outside of Tong Po. Tong Po, however, is in Kickboxer 2. The uh, character. The character. Okay. And are you willing to take a guess at how many Kickboxer movies there are? Oh, jeez. Four. Close. There are five kickboxer movies, then they rebooted it, and there's a sequel to the reboot. So in total, there's seven kickboxer movies. Jeez. Yeah. Mm, don't know about that. It's a pretty pretty popular franchise. Well, it's not popular. <laughs> no one knows about it. Um, one thing also to mention at the beginning, when they first go to Thailand, we're still in the first like three minutes of the film, <laughs> but uh, Van Damme's uh, denim get-up. Oh, yeah. He's rocking jeans... With a denim cut-off vest with nothing on underneath. No it. shirt. Just no shirt. D squared. Denim squared. Are you sure he was? Are you sure he was wearing jeans? There was a lot of denim going on. I'm pretty sure there's jeans going on. Because after the fight, like it's nothing but pleated pants. It's nothing but pleated pants. Yes, he likes pleated pants. Doesn't he wear like a tank top? Oh, we're gonna get oh something. Oh, we're gonna get to that. You're talking about for the dance for I guess his. So. We're gonna get to that. I have. Yeah. Let's just jump forward. I mean, we'll come back, <laughs> but let's jump forward to the dance scene. <laughs> to because that that's the one scene everyone knows because everyone's seen the gifts. I've seen of, the gifts. Yeah. Van Damme's Straight dancing. fire, dude. He is. Go on. What is he wearing? He is wearing pleated tan pants with the craziest like tank top I've ever seen. So the tank top, it looks like it. The straps attach with like suspender clips, and yeah, then okay. there's a zipper down the front. There's a zipper. What that? Yeah. There, oh, we noticed that. There's a zipper down the front of that damn tank top. Yeah. We don't know what the zip does. And cowboy <laughs> boots. And he's wearing cowboy boots this whole movie. Yes, he's wearing cowboy boots. When he gets so he was wearing cowboy boots with the pleated pants and the weird suspender zipper tank top. Now, we're going to stick on the dance scene for a second because I have a question about it. Okay. Is that entire dance scene, or, or is the production and the crew, are they in on it? Are they, Van Damme, you're going to dance in this scene, but you're going to dance like a dildo. And we're going to want you to dance like a dildo because that's the funny, like, that's the comedy of it. Mm. Or is you it, think... no, you're drunk, you want to dance. You want to do... show off for the ladies. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is going to be Oscar worthy. You just, we want you to dance. Some, this is going to keep me swivels. up at night. They have, they have to be in on it, right? There's no way know. a director can watch that scene and go, yeah, that's it. That was damn We're good. Done. We're done. We don't need another cut, take. Cut. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you talking director or are you talking Van Damme? Because I think Both. okay. Because I think Van Damme was one hundred percent like serious. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do some hip swivels. Uh, you know I'm what? I'm gonna bust some moves. I think you're right. I think Van Damme was one hundred. This is thirty like, years ago, man. Yeah, Dancing like is I'm gonna yeah. So that is Va Van Damme's top tier acting. And when it comes to dancing, he's like, I've got the moves. Yeah, I'm gonna show you. Yeah, everyone saw them and went, yep, yep. yep. 
That's yep. it. Perfect. Because, oh, yeah, I want to know. I want to know whether they were all laughing and joking on set, or they were all like, you nailed it. You did it. I think it's 100% you nailed it. The best part about that dance, though, was when he dropped into that split and did, like, a booty bounce into the oh, and yeah. punching that guy. Yeah. Oh, it was great. <laughs> yeah. We can probably say with 100% confidence that Van Damme invented twerking. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but let's jump. Let's jump back. Go back. Okay. To the. I mean, yeah. we're not going to go through every aspect of the film, but I do have a question. Yeah. They go to Thailand. Eric Sloan has a professional fight against Tong Po. I'm sorry. What are the rules in this fight? No rules. No rules. Because apparently. he headbutted him. Headbutted him and then broke his spine after he won. Right. <laughs> after he won. There are no rules. No. Oh, here's a, something. This is really subtle. But if you're in like a professional or whatever Muay Thai match, there's a lot of pageantry going on in the beginning. Yes. So you like have to do your bows and you have to do your things. Right. And you have to wear that headpiece. Which he does. Which Tompo does. But the other guy doesn't. Both people have to. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. And raps. Yeah. I'm not sure uh, Van Damme went method acting with <laughs> I see. I'm not sure they went super precise. Right. Um, but or yeah. if it's supposed to be like, oh, Eric, you know, I'm the dumb American. I'm going to do this my way, and my way's better than your way, and watch, I'm going to beat you, and then right. just gets trampled. Yeah, I was I was blown away by there not being any rules to this match whatsoever, or this fight whatsoever. But then the, the, the guy who runs it is a shady character. That's clearly. true. That's true. So whether this is just like an actual like official sanction match. It seemed like it. Are they match or are these just matches that this dude throws? Because Tong Po, there's no... Is he just a champion because he beats everyone? They don't have any belt or any trophies or anything like that. That's a it good just point. Seems That's like, a good point. It just seems Yeah, it just seems like this dude is just throwing, is running mm. these fights. A little shady. Yeah. Well, maybe they yeah, are shady. Yeah, some shady business is happening. Although, on, the, on like a poster on the wall, it says something like, Welcome to the official right. arena of Thailand or something. Right. It's the size of this apartment. It's yeah. the smallest place <laughs> you've ever seen. Yeah. I will say, the crowds were legit. Yeah. That looked like I was 100% in Thailand at a Muay Thai fight. All the crowds looked like yeah, real sure. people. Yeah, no yeah. actors or anything. Yeah, I 100% oh, think I'm they, sure like, they pulled paid people them, in. Yeah. Like, yeah, $5 each and just said, can you clap and cheer? Yeah. Um, there is a a wonderful case of Van Damme doing the Darth Vader. No! Oh, he's when an ugly crier. Oh, he's crying. It was it's Oscar worthy. <laughs> when he goes into really... that hospital and he's weeping. Jesus Christ. He was an <laughs> ugly crier. I oh. didn't like it. Actually, I've got a question about Van Damme. Yeah. Is or was? Was Van Damme a handsome man? I think he was handsome. Was he ever considered a? a, a I don't know why I'm using this word. Heartthrob. Yes, I think so. He was. I right? think back. Yeah. My, I, I think, think my like, mum fancied him. <laughs> one of your I mean, friends. I'm... One of your friends on WhatsApp when we told him this, he was like, how his aunt was uh, like loved his butt or something like that. My mum loved yeah. his ass as well. Everyone, I think that was a big thing. His ass, yeah, because he shows it plenty. He gets his, his sweet uh, cheeks out yeah. in in AWOL, which I think in this country is called Lionheart. Uh, but he, I think he gets his ass out. Oh, he does at the end of this, isn't he? He's wearing a thong, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, I wondered if he was like a proper heartthrob and, mm-hmm. and people. I would have to say so. He's, he's a freaking movie to... star. He's chiseled as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's, yeah. And dude's then, yeah, he's like, you know, has the accent. And I 100% think in his time, yeah, he was. 
We got to talk about that accent, yeah. (laughs) They reveal that he's not American like two-thirds into the movie. No, they did it at the beginning. Well, they didn't quite... When he first meets the teacher, the teacher goes, oh, you're the American. Right. How do you I, know? Yeah. That How was... do he's American? Because he's obviously not. <laughs> because my thing at the beginning was when he states it, when, when, when Van Damme says, you know, that about how his brother Eric, and I was like, wait, how are you two brothers? And I'm glad that they quickly established that. After they got to Thailand, when they were out in the park, and how he's talking about how he grew up in Europe with, his, with their mom. And I was like, okay, good, good. Uh, they yeah, quashed yeah. that pretty quick. That. <laughs> they quashed that pretty quickly. This film does it on more than one occasion. Yeah. Where I wrote down notes, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And then 10 minutes later, it they actually answered it. my question. Yep. So I appreciated when that. When they dip their gloves in glass, I was like... They're not even using it. And then in the third round, they start punching each other. I was like, oh, fair enough. All right. They're yeah. using them now. Yeah. I was um, very glad that they settled that. Like, how are the, you brothers? After the fight, when they dump him out in the street, that's the most cold-blooded thing I've right? ever seen. They're just right? like, oh, well, let's just leave him on the side. He's yeah. paralyzed, yeah. pretty much. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> they just leave him outside. We're going to break your back and toss you out. Yeah. Yeah. And then 1989 Samuel L. Jackson comes along and saves the day. Love Taylor. Yeah, the guy's <laughs> Taylor is a Taylor. cool. Yeah. Taylor is a cool dude. He was like divine intervention in that movie. Yeah. He showed up, solved all the problems. Yeah. Everything. I'm going to make everything happen for I'm you. Gonna I'm going to take you to the trainer, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to blow everybody up with grenades yeah. and stuff. That scene at the end. <laughs> now, if we want to talk about the dancing scene, people being in on it or not, and mm-hmm. kind of laughing about it, that scene when he comes in with the grenade launcher, mm-hmm. they must have been. Oh, this is the dumbest scene. This is stupid, but let's do it. Because they've got like 18 music in the background almost. <laughs> and it's this silhouette with a big machine gun. I don't know. It was it was pretty funny. At least it made sense. Like everything makes sense. Yeah. Like he in the beginning goes, Hey, I was in the military. Yeah. Yeah. Guns, grenades. Yeah. So wait, at the so end. did he say he's an arms dealer, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. He is an illegal. Good arms guy. Dealer. Good guy. Arms dealer Taylor. Okay. Yes. He should be yeah. in prison. Super cool. Yes. Okay. Arms dealer Taylor. Got it. And when they're in the uh, club together, could be uh, could be the pussy live or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, strip club. And he's drinking beer, and Van Damme's drank like four bottles of Perrier. That's cost him about eighty dollars. Yeah. That's not cheap. <laughs> or maybe in Thailand it is. I don't know. Um. So let's let's. Fast forward a little bit. He meets he meets Master Zhao Zhao. I just Zhao. Uncle. mustache <laughs> mustache. Okay, I was, who's, I was calling him Uncle Uncle. Who's one hundred percent Chinese? The actor playing uh, him is Chinese. Yeah, he's yeah. I thought he okay. looked. I thought he looked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's definitely Chinese. So he meets him and he jumps into the training. I'm pretty sure in one part of the training. He tells Van Damme to breathe in and breathe out at the same time. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does. I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah, yeah. he says that. Yeah. You must learn to breathe in and breathe out at the same time. I'm pretty sure. I am no Muay Thai master, but I'm pretty sure that's impossible. <laughs> breathe in and breathe out at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And he starts teaching him, and he's definitely not teaching Muay Thai. What's he t- He's teaching him like What's Tai he Chi teaching? or something. <laughs> Here's what I got. Okay. Okay. I put a note down. Okay. He starts off with Tai Chi. My note was, oh, who cares? It says um, Jean Claude Van Damme trying to look bad at Tai Chi because <laughs> he's strong as shit and he's that's like what he does is yes. like flexible hard things and he's like off balance and oh if we want to jump into something, 
Van Damme's kicking ability oh. Oh, is yeah. phenomenal. Yes. The guy's got legs on him. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it's, it's unbelievable. 100% that final fight, I was just like, kicks for days. Yeah, I had, he makes kicks look phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen a, an old Van Damme film in years. This is the first time I've watched one, probably in like 20 years. And going back, I was like, oh shit, he had kicks on him. Mm-hmm. He had when he legs. was going yeah. up on that training wall of yeah. things, it, unreal. Yeah. He put his foot up like seven feet. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. He's doing the vertical splits. Yeah. Um, it was... Actually, speaking of the, the fights and the training, I was surprised when, uh, when it opened to find out that Van Damme choreographed this. And yeah, yeah, that was I in the credit. I haven't done any research. I probably should have. Um, but I don't know if he's choreographed any other stuff. I don't know if he choreographed uh, Bloodsport or anything after that. But for its time... Yes, there's a lot of slow-mo. Yes, there's a lot of let's see that kick over and over again. But it, the fight scenes are pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. They're not like flashy uh, fights. They're very, you know, you're getting elbowed in oh, the those, face. Oh, those elbows. Over, over and over. Yeah, those yeah. elbows were great. Yeah, Van Damme should have been dead uh, yeah. five minutes into his final fight. Yeah. Um, speaking of fights, there's, what, three in this film? <laughs> uh, at pretty the much. club, Tongpo. Yeah. Tonko in the beginning. At the market? Oh, at the market. Yeah, yeah. market. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, where the, the uncle's niece pops up. Yeah. In her little, yeah, in her little grocery store. Yeah. So there's, yeah, Eric Sloan at the beginning. Then there's the gro- uh, the, the, the grocery store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then what? The last fight? Another Tongpo and then fight in the warehouse. If that's oh, considered yeah. a fight. Oh, yeah. The whole film is a training sequence. Yes. And I love training sequences in Kung Fu films, so this was kind of, you know, it catered to what I love. But the whole film is one big training sequence. Yeah. And all of the fighting is kind of clips. It's like, boom, clip, clip, clip. There's nothing lasts longer than, like, two or three seconds. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a clip of a flashy move. Yeah. Like, oh, he's doing a flashy kick. There's nothing kind of that's just... It's all slam dunks. It's no dribbling yeah, basketball. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well yeah, said. It's all like flashy dunks. The whole the whole thing. It's just... Um, which I kind of liked. It's... It's different. It's definitely different. Although, probably for Van Damme, it's not. If we revisited a bunch of his films, I bet a lot of them are like that. Um, I do have three words typed in capital letters in my notes. And it just says, Magic Training Eagle? Dude. What's with the birds? Yes. <laughs> what is with those birds? That wasn't an eagle. I thought it was a hawk. Well, I don't know okay. my birds. You know, I'm not a bird watcher. But yeah, what is with those? And then, like, did that thing, like, did it towards the end in his last bit of training? Did it, like, talk to him? Did it speak to him? This is what my notes say verbatim. Cool. Yeah. This fucking white eagle hawk thing is just showing up. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's with the birds? He shows up three times. Yeah. First yes. time he shows up, he's like, what up? Just yeah. surveying. I want to know what's what's going on. Second time, he's like, not bad, buddy. Third time, he's like, you did it. Yeah. You're, you're the man now. And uh, yeah. This, yeah, Van Damme talks to it at the end. Because right. there was one part where it flew in and Uncle, training guy, like, looked at it. And I thought it was going to, it was like some sort of carrier, like, messenger bird. And it was going to drop a message. But all the Uncle does is have, like, a serious, like, face and just look at the bird. And then that was it. <laughs> and then it, it went to another scene. So I was like, what is happening with this bird? It's not even just the it's bird It's like, it's a spirit well. animal. It's when the, yeah, spirit animal. Maybe it's yeah. a spirit animal. But when the teacher, the master, takes him to that old 
ruined the place. Boom. And he's like, you need to listen to the warriors throughout the ages. Yeah. And then later on, we get you start hearing You start hearing noise. Well, at first, there was a part where you just started hearing, like, battle noises. Yeah. And at first, I was just like, my initial thought was, is something going on in town? <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, oh, something's going on in town, and he's about to run and see what's happening. But then nothing oh, no. else happened. So then I was like, wait. Were those just noises that this ruin that the ruins yeah. were making? Yeah, yeah. I, I, the I, ruins were talking to him as well. I have a note here that says this film has everything: action, drama, meaning his brother being jealous of him fighting, comedy, romance, and supernatural question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he hears those ancient warriors at the end. And I tell you what, though, every single time he's at that training ground, whatever we want to call it, there's some beautiful cinematography. It yeah. makes, yeah, it man. makes yeah, yeah. the movie beautiful. is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, there's some like silhouette fighting when he's got the glowing sticks and he's uh, he's yeah. fighting it. It looks it looks great. I don't know who the cinematographer is. I didn't bother looking that up, but it looks very pretty. Yeah, it's 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 very very nice. Not to go off topic, but you said something about Kurt being jealous of Van Dam for fighting. Eric, yeah, being, yeah. That's what, oh Eric. That's what I thought. Yeah. Because that's what it looked like. But then I think he was upset because he didn't want his bro to get beaten up. But he's, when he sees him fighting, he scrunches up the right? paper and throws it. Yeah. So I think he is... That looked like a jealousy move. They that did look like a jealousy But later on, <laughs> he goes, yeah. I'm concerned about you. I don't want you to get paralyzed. Yeah, yes, yes. But, yeah, I don't know. They don't really play on that much. No. I, I mean... Yeah, and that happens a lot in this film, where things happen, not a lot, but things happen, and then they immediately, the tide changes. At the end, when everyone's like, Tom Poe, yeah, Tom Poe's winning, then all of a sudden, they're just like, White Warrior, White Warrior, (laughs) White Warrior. It's just like, wow, you changed your mind. That was pretty quick. Yeah, I I can't remember what White Warrior is. It was, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about the niece? Yeah. So... At one point after he meets her and doesn't the uncle or something or they talk about how she's supposed to help him with training. They mention something about that, but she doesn't do anything the whole time. She kisses him and it causes a storm to happen. Damn. That's, That's true. It. That's all That's true. She cooks some dinner. That's true. Yeah, she doesn't help She doesn't him. do anything. But I. But there was a line where I think it was the uncle, or even he says it. Even JCVD says it. He's like, how you're, oh, you're supposed to help me train. But she's just there. She's just something to look pretty, I she's guess. Inspiration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. She's there to get him all hot and bothered. Yeah, I don't really know. I, I guess she doesn't really serve a purpose. I suppose she has to be in it for a romantic interest, although yeah. it's not like the romance oh. isn't leaned on heavily, really. I mean, they do kiss, and it does rain. <laughs> it does rain immediately. Immediately. When they kiss. Yeah. yeah. And he's all shirtless and stuff. Is that a so Grant? I've only seen two of his films, but is that like a thing? In his movies, like him getting with ladies? That, I mean, it was in that era where... Okay. Um, I remember there's a film of his called Nowhere to Run where it's a it's a woman and her kid and they get in some trouble and Van Damme steps in and kind of falls in love with the woman. Okay. There's definitely, I think, yeah, quite a bit of romance. Okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that was, like I said, I think that's because it was like early 90s. It's not because that... he thinks he's the shit and like there ha- we have to put a lady in this. Oh no! He definitely for me to, he's the for shit. me to kiss. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there has to be a movie. Uh, has to be a lady for me to make out with. In although this movie. I did read that this is the weirdest story ever. Sylvester Stallone once said that Van Damme chickened out of a fight he was meant to have with Steven Seagal, which is like someone made that up. 
But really? Yeah, apparently. Steven Seagal was like, I'll take you on. Is not in like a, a not in a, an arena or a ring or something. It was like in, in a, a knife fight. In a, yeah, meet me at the back of the in a kickboxing tournament. Yeah, and I'll take you on. And Van Damme was like, I don't want any of Seagal. Is he a badass? I've never seen a Steven Seagal, so I don't know what Steven That's Seagal be a brings, for me, brings to the table. <laughs> Seagal is um, a master of Aikido. Okay. Um, I think most people believe that's bullshit. Okay. Um, he wears a kimono, and apparently. He wears a bulletproof kimono. I've also read. But okay. I don't know how much I'm getting into the bullshit, like the Chuck Norris facts that are bullshit. Okay. I don't know if I'm getting into Seagal bullshit territory. But I have said that I think we're going to do a Seagal film okay. um, on this podcast. <sighs> I think we'll play it safe and we'll maybe do Under Siege or something like that. But I think we will do a Seagal film. Is this a Seagal film? Is that a Kung Fu film? Is this a Kung Fu film? Is Kickboxer a Kung Fu film? It's a martial art of some sort, is it? Oh, well, Steven Seagal is martial arts. Oh, okay. oh plenty of it. Okay. Yeah, his fights are very martial arts based. Oh, okay. He breaks people's arms. He breaks people's arms. That's all he does. Uh, yeah. He breaks okay. people's necks like chicken yeah. necks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, okay. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm not very knowledgeable on Seagal. And so you shouldn't be. Okay. I don't think anyone should be knowledgeable on Seagal. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. We got off topic. Yeah, anyway. We okay. Did. We did. Um, I'm looking through the rest of my notes. Um, yeah, at the end... When they're fighting, uh, oh, actually no. Let me let me go back a second. There's a weird bit. This is even weird, but it wouldn't happen now in a film. When Eric Sloan yeah. is in the wheelchair, yeah, and he's he's in the hospital, he just grabs that nurse's. Oh ass. yeah. Just gross oh, yeah. So he's been like in a coma or something yeah. for for however long, and instantly awake. All right, I'm in this chair. Let me take advantage of it. I'm like at eye level with this nurse's ass. Let me just give it a quick grab. And then he's just like, uh, you know. He's like, that's what I do. Right? That's what I do. Sexual Can you blame me? Baby. Yeah. I'm in a wheelchair. Can you blame me? I'm Eric Sloan, the nurse groper. Yeah. And you can do that now in a film. No. no. You, yeah, the Me Too movement, movement would go crazy. But yeah, I was like, what? Instantly. Cool with being in this chair. Perfect opportunity. Grabs some ass. Yeah. And the, uh, I, I noticed towards the end, when, when they leave him out on the street at the beginning, when he's paralyzed and they just leave him out, that's cold-blooded. The up, the cold-bloodedness at the end. When Tong Po looks Van Damme in the eye and says, you bleed like my Ling. Yeah. Good God. That Ling, was terrible. He has raped my Ling. Yeah. And you bleed like my Ling. That's the coldest shit you could yeah. ever say to anyone. Didn't I? Yeah. yeah. I didn't like yep. that at all. Pretty much. You know your girlfriend who I raped? She bled and you bleed like her. Yeah. That That's was grim. That was pretty terrible. That's proper grim. Didn't care for that. Yeah. Oh, but sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was So the part where, you know, um, they kidnap Eric and he's in the warehouse and uh, Uncle Master and uh, Taylor go to save him. There was a part where uh, Uncle like throws a hook and catches that guy. Did that hook catch him in the junk? I think it was butthole. Really? <laughs> it, looked, it looked like it was junk. It looked like the curve was coming up under between the legs. It looked like it was junk. It definitely goes under, under. taint. And I think the tip is touching his sack. I don't think it goes in his sack. No? No, no. I think it's all taint. Okay. I think it's all a taint hoist. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's actually stopping him. I was just like, where was my note for that? I was just That's like, did cool, that right? hook just go into that guy's junk? 
But that, that guy is screaming. He's, yeah, he's, he's screaming he's bloody screams, murder. He's like 45 He's screaming seconds. bloody murder. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I didn't like the, the, I didn't really like the, uh, the cap, not the capture, what am I trying to say? The freeing of the, uh, of my Ling, whatever the hell the name was at the end. It just, it, it took me out a little bit. It just seemed a little, I don't know. I don't know when I don't like when Taylor came along with his big machine gun. I get it. It was it was it made sense within the context of the film, but I just I didn't care for that bit. It felt too um, late eighties action film. It felt too like Schwarzenegger. Oh, Not yeah. that I don't love Schwarzenegger. He's great, but if yeah, it wasn't goes along with the time. Well, I suppose <laughs> you're right. I'll say this about Tong Po. He has what. One two lines in the movie. Yeah, he literally doesn't talk. I think at the he end. is a horrible character because I don't know. I know he's evil, but we don't know, don't like, know enough about, about him. him to hate yes. him. Right, as much as we should. Yeah, did he have a bad childhood? <laughs> right. Yeah, was he bullied in school? All I thought every time I saw him was just Mortal Kombat guy. Which, that's all he looked at. A oh, video. You just you yeah, just like a video game character. To me, that's all I saw. That's all I knew. And then, like, the thing, that was another thing that I didn't like, or I thought that was lame, that it's uh, old school, like, bad guys. The whole, like, licking of, like, the blood. So when Tong Po, when he got the, the you know, when he got the glass on his, <laughs> yeah. on his gloves, and then he cut himself and then licked it, and then um, the other bad guy. <laughs> the other bad guy. Right. He, he got splattered, and then face. he just licks, and then licks yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was just like, why is that a thing? Yes. I was like, that is gross. Yeah. Why is this a bad guy thing of like, oh, blood, yum, and just like, mm, let me lick my fingers off, and I hated it. I would cry and then go, <laughs> 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 yeah, Exactly. Exactly. If you get blood, someone else's blood on your right. face, someone right. else's DNA in your right. mouth. Oh. No. Yeah, oh, that was disgusting. Yeah. I was just like, why is that a thing? Yeah. Um, I'm, <laughs> the strange thing is, and I'm probably jumping forward a little bit, but this stood out to me. In the final credits, it does say Tong Po yes. as himself. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know whose choice that was because. He's not. He's not. It's not a guy called Tom. It's like a I said, It's a Michael. Uh, Michael. Ki- whatever I said. Kisses or Killis or Quizzes. It's not Tong Po. Yeah. So what did they want? Are to they do? insinuating like, that this character's real? Yeah, or like cast an air of mystery over him, like, <laughs> oh, he could be real. He's out there in the world now, kicking the shit out of people. I don't know why they did that. I thought that was weird too. I wonder if they too. do it in the second film, because he's obviously the villain in the second film. I wonder if they say Tong Po is Tong We po. found him. We found him in Thailand, and we brought him back to do this movie, The Real Tong Po. The Real Tong Po, <laughs> yeah. And in the final fight, it's not fair, because Van Damme actually cheats. Because his team steal the timekeeper's bell ringer. Oh, Hell true. Yeah. That's yeah. cheating. Technically, yeah. Van Damme lost. But also, I the thought... The guy headbutt. Yeah. Headbutt is <laughs> shit. Headbutt's a free reign. Cheating? But you can still do this. There's no rules. Cheap, cheap. There's no rules though. Well, then he can take the time thingy. No rules. That's a rule. That has to be a rule. But my thing was before he started winning, like all those like punches and elbows that Tong Po was delivering him. I was like, he should be on, Van Dam should be unconscious. He the hits that he was delivering were insane. They looked like they would instantly like collapse your chest. Well, he was getting coconutted. So that's yeah, true. Exactly. That's very true. He's he enough. got the. Yeah, that's right. That's yes. very true. He was prepared for those. I forgot. Excuse me. The coconuts. He, <laughs> he, was, he was breathing in. And he was out breathing in and out. Time. Yeah. He learned how to breathe in and out. Exactly. So exactly. Okay. A doctor's right. like, did you practice with coconuts? You're good. <laughs> you're cleared. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Yeah. Um. I thought. I thought the the fight was pretty good. Um. 
It was in a weird setting. I don't know where that was. I, like I said, it's like a Mortal Kombat arena. I don't know where that was tucked away in, in Thailand. I also don't know why they had to wear thongs while fighting. Because it's an ancient tradition. Ancient tradition. I have never seen that. Yeah. In no. any Muay Thai fight I've ever right. seen. Yeah. They always shorts. wear uh, shorts. Right, shorts. Yeah. It's an ancient maybe tradition. It's more, maybe it's more traditional. Maybe. I don't know. I'm... Yeah, he was channeling those ancient warriors from the ruins, so it was more traditional. Were they in thongs? <laughs> Were they in thongs as well? Yeah, I'm I not sure know. about They were in like colorful garments with spears or whatever. Yeah, they were. They were in like armor of some kind. Um, but needless to say, uh, the fight scenes, just to go back to them, like I said, I enjoyed them. I thought there was almost like a, um, uh, at one point, Tonpo pulls out like an Ip Man chain punch. He's like, bah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Damme's chest, which was kind of cool. I actually, I actually liked it. Um, I liked that they introduced the, uh, the glue and glass, and they actually used it. Van Damme, at the end of the fight, is fucked up as well. His yeah. face looks terrible. Yeah. Um, although some of the makeup is super dodgy. Someone just did like a red dot on the side of, the side <laughs> of his head. Like a big red dot, and that's about it. Can I ask a question? Yeah, if you've got So it. in that final scene, there one thing that I did not see uh, that they were doing in the, in the training, all the training, that didn't come up in the fight. There were no splits in the final fight. He was on that torture sex rack. Leg spread, got those legs out. I wanted to see a split utilized in the fight. Just to confirm, you said tortured sex rat, yeah. right? Yes, I did. Okay, you said that real quick. <laughs> yes, I did. How long do you think it would take you, Cyrus, if you were in the torture sex rat? How long would it take to get, those, to get you in a full split? Those splits? legs ear to ear. Yeah. Man. Are we talking, are we talking days or are we talking weeks? Weeks, probably. Weeks. A full split like that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not everyone can even do that. Yeah. Right? I, there's no way I could do that. Not with, well, these, someone, not with these meaty with, thighs. With <laughs> someone on ropes forcing them. I mean, you'd pop something, probably. <laughs> yeah, you'd pop a bollock. It'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Like, yeah. That, that was one of the rough... I mean, the coconut was rough as well. Yeah. And then still. there's the cheesy bit where he drops one, and then it's like, he drops a second one, but it cuts it. Like... Like a freeze frame, it doesn't. You don't see it hit him. Remember that? Oh bit? no, I thought it hit him. No, you don't see it. Oh, yeah, it, I think you hear it. It goes like, oh, but it skips to another scene. Oh, okay, it's, yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> what about that rope trap when he shows up and gets like, oh yeah, hoisted? Wiley, That's when he's wearing yeah. the cowboy boots. Wiley Coyote, to, yeah, yeah. He's like, let me down. Oh no, he was wearing cowboy boots all the time. If he wasn't training, really? if he was in regular clothes, he was wearing those goddamn cowboy boots. He was wearing the cowboy boots in the bar, he was wearing the cowboy boots walking around Thailand. That would they were a staple as well as those pleated pants. There was that one scene where he's um him and the niece whatever her name was and she's there it's like at night and she's walking with her little Vespa and I think they had just had like dinner or whatever. Yeah. And those pleated pants. But I don't know those particular ones it was pleated in a way that it was perfectly like highlighting his crotch area. It looked strange, like worse than not not as bad as the other ones, but it was all just pleats. And then there was this weird kind of circular action happening to where it was centered on the front of like his pants. I don't forget, and it was insane. Those pants, he pulled them up to his nips. Yep. Oh, they, oh, yeah. they were high waisted. They were high. He was they were quite high waisted. High waisted and belted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a treat. True, true fashion icon. Right Do you remember there. the bit where you, you, when they go to the bar and he does the dancing? When they first go, do you remember this? You might not remember it. <laughs> when they first go into the bar, do you remember the song that everyone's listening to? No. It is like 
it's like a Celine Dion power ballad. Is it? Yeah, sung by this woman. They, and it is belting out of the speakers. <laughs> and they're just sat around just drinking. What was the drink called? Kiss of Death? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he gives him? Yeah. So Kiss of Death, you like? Yeah. And he drinks like four like of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when he's done with the fight, he goes over to the table and just puts all the glasses on the floor down. and then drinks another one. Yeah. <laughs> and puts his head down. Yeah. And what does the um, what does the master tell the other guys in the bar? Oh, what did he say? What did he say? Something Something about about mother? Yeah, something about their moms. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember either. I I didn't didn't write that down. Something about some sort of insult about their moms to get them all riled up to get them to fight. Yeah, I probably should have wrote it down. I should have wrote it down too. Yeah, I didn't. Um, Well, you'll be happy to know that the director of this film, I didn't write his name down, and I don't know why. He only directed one of the film. Hmm. Um, And that film was called The Perfect Weapon. Hmm. Um, Who was in it? A, an, I think his name. Oh, I forgot his name. Jeff Speakman. Oh well, then never mind. I think Jeff Speakman, and I might be wrong because, like, forgive me. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not very well versed on old school American martial arts films, but I think he was well known. I think yeah. he as a martial artist. I don't think I've seen much of his stuff. Uh, but one other film, but he did produce Bloodsport. Which came mm. first, this or Bloodsport? I think this. this? I'm gonna, what I'm gonna actually look that up. Okay. Because I, I honestly don't know. Okay. Um, I think you you've never seen Blood. Have you seen no. Bloodsport? I think Sorry. Bloodsport might have come first. Really? Let's take a look. Bloodsport. You're absolutely right. Okay. You're absolutely right. Bloodsport was '88. Have you seen Bloodsport? Yeah. Well, what do you think of that? It's been a while, but it's pretty good. A lot of a lot more fighting. Yeah. Shout out to my friend uh, Dave in the UK. He actually recommended Bloodsport to yeah. do, um, which. Yeah, more fighting, right? Bolo's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Bolo Young, who you were introduced to in mm-hmm. Enter the Dragon, he's the bad guy in Bloodsport. Okay. Um, I don't think, going forward, we're going to jump into another Van Damme film, just because, I, watching this, I'm kind of Van Damme'd out already, <laughs> just because it is... I could a, I could see some more, I could watch some more kicks. Oh, I think... I, think we'll I could watch, watch some, some more, more kicks. kicks. I think we will. I think we'll definitely do a Van Damme film okay. in the future. I just don't think like we'll do one next. Okay. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's a little too much, okay. I think. Um, but going forward, I don't know what film we're going to do next. Um, like I said, I keep wanting to do a Jet Li film. Um, I'd be down for a Jet Li film. I just have to find one. If anyone wants to recommend a Jet Li film, one that's not super serious, because we, we kind of like to have fun on the podcast, so we don't want to be super serious. Um, but one that isn't... So cool. so now, like, Once Upon a Time in China? Once Upon a Time in China, I think, is a great film, and I'd love to do it. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely love to do it. I think you would be able to pick it apart a little bit. And, yeah, if but I... But there probably wouldn't be much to say. It'd be a tricky one. Okay. I think something like Tai Chi Master with Jet Li, I think there's a lot to say in that film. And that's the one I'm tempted by. Okay. Um, it's, I think it's great, but it's also super silly. Um, and in a really good way. Okay. So I think, uh, yeah, I think we might do that going forward. Um, just to let everyone know, I actually bought Kickboxer on Blu-ray uh, just to do this episode um, it was only eight dollars and do you know what it was worth it I'm, I'm glad i own it now i would watch this film again uh in six seven eight ten years De- decades yeah yeah i definitely wouldn't watch it again anytime soon but 
at the end of the day, I liked it. I thought it was a good, solid film. Um, I think it displayed off, uh, displayed off, displayed Van Damme's talents pretty well. I can understand why he became a star. I mean, that accent never really got rid of it. No. I mean, what accent? What are you talking about? He's <laughs> American. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I believe he's from Alabama. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's lost it now. No uh, way. No. No way. Yeah, he's one of those people. Same. I mean, not that I say I haven't lost my accent, and I've been here fifteen years. So, you know, so but he hasn't. It's not as strong as it used to be. Now, then again, when's the last time you saw? I mean, you Devin, haven't seen another Van Damme film. Can just you name his, a recent Van Damme Just his brief seen? little bit in Expendables 4 oh, or yeah. whatever number. Expendables <laughs> 4. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is in Expendables. I saw him on the Conan. Oh, really? But not in a movie recently. What the hell was he doing on Conan? <laughs> I don't know, but he recreated his dance. Oh, did Shut he? up. this movie. Shut up. And he got up there and he did his thing. Did he? And he did the claps. I love nice. it. It was beautiful. <laughs> was he wearing uh, the same tank top? No, he was dressed like a normal person. Oh, Darn it. That's a shame. That's a shame. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll think about doing Van Damme films in the future. I think uh, we might do a Seagal. I don't think we're going to do it next, but I think Under Siege might be a good option just because it's his more mainstream one. It's okay. got Tommy Lee Jones in it, so it's got to be mainstream. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he stars alongside Tommy Lee Jones, unlike the sequel, Under Siege 2, which is Under Siege 1, but on a train. <laughs> Huh. Under Siege 1 it's on a boat if you didn't yes, know but Under that Siege 2 is on a train isn't he like some sort of cook he a is boat? a cook okay. yes Okay. he famously someone says something like who are you a navy seal he's like nah dog I'm just the cook <laughs> yeah. cooking up roundhouses Cook <laughs> cooking up those sweet sweet Aikido moves yeah so anyway I think we'll wrap it up there I think we've spoken about Kickboxer enough unless anyone has any final words to say about it enjoyed it yeah. Never yeah. surrender, never Worth give a watch. up. Worth keep a watch. on keep on fighting. <laughs> Which is funny. It's funny you say that. Never surrender, never give up. Because I think Van Damme's first film in America was called No Retreat, No Surrender. No Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah. He plays he a bad that... guy. Really? Yeah. He plays a bad guy. He does play a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. And I haven't seen that film in a long time. But No Retreat, No Surrender 3 is an underrated gem. I'm just putting that out there. If anyone hasn't seen the third No Retreat, No Surrender film... It is fucking fantastic, and it needs a Blu-ray release. Anyway. In his other movies, does he also dance? I don't think so. Darn it. Um, no, he gets his arse out a lot. That's what I, I heard. Know that. Okay. He definitely gets his arse out a no, lot. No dance moves, though. No, I don't think so. In, okay. I think it's Nowhere to Run. Uh, he bites a snake in half. <laughs> um, okay. He definitely bites a snake in half. I think it's in that film. It might be in Hard Target. Uh, but he does bite a, bite a snake in half in okay. one film. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so we'll <laughs> leave it at that. Again, it's fooforethought.tumblr.com. Instagram is foo underscore four underscore thought. Um, it's foo for thought, not food for thought. Once again, foo for it's thought. foo for thought, <laughs> I know, it's a play on words. It's I kid, I kid. It's very clever. Yeah, I know, it's genius. Yeah. It's just hard to get across verbally. You mean it's um, not pronounced kung food? <laughs> <laughs> I've been wrong Maybe all these should, years. Maybe I should say kung fu for thought. I don't know, anyway. No, but what no, you did was per it's, it's it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm just teasing. Yeah, it's perfect. I'm not changing. It's brilliant. Um, and if you want to send an email, it's fooforthoughtpod at gmail.com. Send us recommendations. Send us suggestions. And please, if you listen to us on any format that 
offers the ability to let you reviewers or raters. Please, you know, give us a review, raters. Holler back. Share us with your friends. Yeah, do whatever you need to to get us out there. We massively appreciate it. And uh, yeah, until next time, have a good one.